What up, what up, what up? I see Differently Nation. Rise up. Episode 21. <laughs> I was about to say what episode I is it? listened to 20 in the car today, so I do because I messed up the intro on that. that we where, were you in the, where were you in the car? I was driving uh, with you to your office to get those. Uh, oh, you were... You weren't driving with me because well, I, I sounds we were like not I, in the same car. Yeah, that's why I was, I was curious. following you to your office to pick something up, and that's why I was curious when he was in the car. But you're right; I forgot you followed me to get something. Yeah, other office. than that, I don't drive a lot. I haven't got gas in like three months. Anyway. I know, I know. So that's <laughs> why I was curious. Where's your tank now? Uh, quarter got a quarter tank left. It's been eight weeks. I I noted because I looked in my credit card statement today. So being competitive with myself, anyway. Um, and everything else. Yeah, well, that's a good segue, I guess. So today we were recording this on a Wednesday evening. We were we would have hoped to have had this out to you on Tuesday morning, so you're probably listening. Well, it's not out to you till at least a Thursday. And I guess what we wanted to talk about a little bit is why we're late a couple of days. We were going to talk podcast. about. Okay, well, yeah, just yeah. get to you. So, Kristen, why are we late? Because uh, I'm the mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> you are. And I don't it think undeniable. <laughs> we weren't going to talk about necessarily why we're late, but we were. This has been this has been something that's been very important to you. This and, podcast, and yes. not her being mad at me. That no, is not that, that should be important to you. But no, the podcast has been important to you, and you know, like anything else, you just have to be consistent with. You have to keep at it, and so that's why I did not want that to be a drag, and I felt like it being late but still us staying on this pattern because in the past we would have stuff happen and we wouldn't record and then we just don't record the next week and we get all off so, I was so like, it'd be a better. month between episodes yeah, yeah so i think it's just better to get it out and obviously so yeah people in the curtain audience we usually record a few days in advance so then i have time to check sound uh and make sure it sounds right yeah and and edit and get things out but sometimes, this is also a podcast where we just talk about our life, and sometimes I'm like, I don't want to talk to you, so how can sometimes I do a podcast with you? Well, it's interesting because this podcast is kind It's of, interesting. We talked about that today. That's I think argument. I think it's uh, somewhat illuminating. That was the other word I used today. But I, Which also didn't make sense. I think that it... This podcast is a, a microcosm of our relationship. I mean, that's why you're going to use it. microcosm in a day. Yeah. So you were going to cram in. Did I use microcosm today before? Inaccurately. No, micro. I just said micro. Cosm was not a part of it, but I do. There, yeah, it you, is. Well, yeah, you did. Yeah, you I, did. I think I, I thought I just said micro. It is possible no, that I don't know the micro. difference if, between micro and macro. If you just macro. said micro, why would there? What is micro? What micro is just a prefix. Right. I, I thought I just said micro. Looking that, at it in a that'd micro. Be, that'd be weird. Sense. That'd be that'd be weird. Does that even make sense? Taking you, a micro view. I don't know. That doesn't even make know. sense. That would well, it's obvious. I don't potentially don't know the difference between micro and or macro. Or because that would be that would literally be like me saying like I was just looking at this pre. Yeah. People be like, pre what? <laughs> you need to say pre something. So this podcast is a I guess a our relationship in a distilled form. And, and it is, I it's, see it's, it differently. It's be, so right. we were like, why don't we still just record even yeah. though we're angry with each other? You can probably even tell you probably even tell we're angry. Honest and genuine and you may have tell been able to tell us some of the previous ones that that's been the case, but we wanted to address it. Uh, yeah, but in those it definitely was 
like we were in good spirits. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like the other person, the computer wasn't working or someone cut someone off and there was a little bit of annoyance. Yeah. Yeah. How many times were those things that you got annoyed by? Every time. (laughs) I think what you'll see when we actually, when I actually do get into this is I'm the one who's often annoyed, but yeah. Yeah. Basically. Uh, so we wanted to address it. And so we, I guess have gotten in a little marital tiff, I guess you could say, uh, Sunday afternoon we were going to record is honestly when it started. Uh So, uh, we're still not fully rebounded from that. Uh, it was really over nothing, but it's hard for me. I mean, we talked about, I see it differently. One thing Kristen does that's hard for me to relate to is she's very blunt and she's very, uh, honest. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. Forthcoming. I I don't know what the right words are. I think that, you have used the word blunt in the past because it just has enough level of truth, but also enough level of making me seem curt that it gives you some foundation for getting upset. Yeah. Plain spoken, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Well, the truth is that I mean, I'm not trying to have a negative connotation. That's just how you talk. You're very direct. You're well, very, yeah. I don't even think I am. And I think the listeners know that I am, yeah. but this is, but, but honestly, when it comes to our relationship, it's not even about that. And I, and, and I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to say that how I communicate does not, not cause tension. I'm speaking, but that's not what this is about. And that's not the only thing. It's not about how I talk. It's just, I, I share all of my emotions with Zach all the time. Uh-huh. And um, there's I probably some people yeah. who just the fact that I'm saying that even the idea of it sounds exhausting to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just very in tune with and very comfortable with my emotions at every level that they are. And so, I mean, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I don't, just because I express all my emotions doesn't mean I'm also looking for you to fix or change right. any of my emotions, which I think that is what can get people into a kind of toxic dependent situation more. So I communicate with you. So you just know where I am because, uh, and one reason why we want to talk about this listeners is because like mental health is a big issue in, in quarantine. I think yeah. people are, people are having to, Deal with it's them. always a big issue. I don't mean to cut you no, off, it's there, true. but no, it's, it's a true. bigger issue, I think, even in quarantine. Yeah, yeah, and I think that it's it's a bigger yeah yeah. I would say it's a bigger issue in quarantine because again, there's someone like myself who I think I have a very good handle on my mental and emotional health, and so situations like quarantine have been hard on me, and so because of that, I will communicate to Zach because I will I will say I'm feeling off today i'm feeling sad today i'm feeling angry today so in that sense i over communicate Mm -hmm. but i'm not over communicating to say i feel sad today will you help me which is how i hear it a lot which is my problem not no it's not that's not even true either well i think that there's some truth in that anyway go ahead um i'm angry today but i'm not as i'm not saying for him to make me happy i'm just communicating that because i think you you, you view every action, you view every interaction through that lens of your emotions. And so I will communicate to him where I am um, so that he knows it's like, so I might be more frustrated at where you put your clothes or like if you unload the dishwasher today because I'm upset with that. And to me, by, my, by me putting it out there, 
It's not giving me a get out of jail free car to be annoyed. It's more so. So when you do something and I roll my eyes, please don't take it personally. Again, like I'm, I, I'm comfortable with my emotions, yeah. so I'm never asking him to fix them. Also not asking him to like try to indulge them right. either. It's honestly a very good way to be in my, well, not to put a value judgment on it, but I find it, I'm someone who's the exact opposite. I think is where this really stems from is I don't put my emotions out there. I don't say if I'm happy, mad, sad, good, bad, indifferent. And I often don't think about why I feel the way I feel. My feelings just kind of present themselves to me. And I often only have two options, which is either to push them down or to just engage them in an overly uh, problematic way, I guess. And it's problematic, I think, because like you said, you don't know what to do with them. So going back to like, like I said, I do not think you hear my emotions and you are like, I want to fix them. And the reason why I don't think you're like that is because you don't do that very well for yourself. And so I think that's, so I think that's that's where we have tension is because Zach will be mad. Mm -hmm. He will be sad. And I will say like, okay, well, well tell me more. And what do you want to do about it? Like, what do you, I don't know. And he, yeah. Like, what do you, what do you want to come up that? What do you want out of your day? What do you, do do you want to change it? Like I, I'm because I, that's how I handle it. I I'm just expecting him to also have control of his emotions. And really he expresses it. And he is saying like, so Kristen, you do something about it. And right. I'm, and I'm like, I, not only do I not want that responsibility, <laughs> but well, it's also I think not, that you should have some level of self-regulation. It's not a good way to be in the long term because you have to take responsibilities. You said self-regulation, self-awareness of understanding how you feel and, and how you present it to it. And I've, it's odd for me because I'm, I feel like an emotional person. I'm easily animated. I am quick to feel things. Well, I don't think you would call your your. I don't think out loud you would call yourself an emotional right. person. That's but the like thing. in this relationship, right. you I've are realized the more person I'm than the me. more emotional yeah. person, the more turbulently emotional person because there's not always logic behind what I feel. And the flip side of that is I'm not used to expressing my emotions because not only have I not dated someone before you, been in a different relationship, but you know I'm a man who is a product of an era uh, where men often were, did not tell their emotions. I had two brothers. I went to an all boys high school. I was in a fraternity in college. I just was not, I was, don't have many female friends, quite frankly, uh, at least before adulthood. So everything, it was hard for me to say how I, it was never encouraged to say how I felt. And honestly, if you said how you felt, if I am a kind of a sensitive person, but if I let on that things uh, bothered me, it was easier just to be really mad and to fight someone than it was to say, Hey, that hurt my feelings. Hey, that bothered me. Hey, and here's what you, I'm feeling. And, and why, why, I mean, it's, it's cliche and it's not cliche. It's cliche. I think that of course the male ego is for you to not want to share your emotions, mm-hmm. but why do you specifically, because like I said, it's, it's a cliche, but do, do, did you, why did you feel like, why do you feel? I mean, because it is a constant thing. Like you, you have, like you say, you have a hard time sharing emotions. And why? I mean, I think part of it is is a lack of practice. And I think, well, yeah, I agree. Another part, I can see that being another part of it. Quite frankly, is you know, growing up, if you went to someone and you were like, "My feelings are hurt," <laughs> you were weak. And I don't want to say anything too offensive or whatever, but you were going to be called probably gay in that day and age, and you were going to be like just ridiculed and you were going to feel even weaker. And 
that is a horrible thing that I think a lot of men have internalized, perhaps my age, is you don't really develop. It takes a long time to develop like a closeness or or, or a, a confidant, like someone to that level where you feel like you can talk about feelings and emotions in a, in a helpful way, not because you aren't close to your friends, but just because it's not what anyone wants to do as a teenage boy. You just can't be vulnerable. And then for people like me, you kind of get stuck in that. And I'm still here. I'm 33 and I'm sometimes fighting the urge to be vulnerable. And it is easier for me to get emotional, to have an outburst, to walk away, to do, to push all your emotions down, to do something else than to say, Hey, you know what? what you said hurt my feelings or I'm really bothered or I feel really insecure about this. It's a really hard thing for me to admit and it's not good. I'm not happy about the way I express myself at times in our relationship, just in the world with anyone. I think that it becomes hard uh, to be yourself if you're always feeling like you have to make a joke instead of being sad. We're getting, we're getting very deep into well, yeah, your, but specific, like, your specific yeah, concerns. But like right. I think, but I do, I do, um, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. I think that, well, I definitely don't think emotions make you gay. So let's just, let's just I clear that up. I agree with that. Again, I don't think <laughs> no, that was I know, a, but I think it's very something real. in the 90s no, that, I think that's at very, early 2000s that people said I mean, it was very know, offensive and very wrong but I mean, thinking. We, but I mean, do, do. Do Toxic, we, but I mean, do we know that there's not people that think that still now? You well, know, that's you know, that may I, be true. But I do think but that it's clear that you obviously have the brain power to know that that's not true now. It's not true. Um, however, this this weakness at sharing your emotions. I mean, again, let's t- let's talk about me. Like, I don't feel like I am a very weak person, and I share my emotions all the time. And so, it there's still more unpacked there because it's like is it really just sharing or is it the fact that like you might share and not be able to do anything about it? You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I do think that there is a, a male thing where it's for me, at least I'll just keep it to me because yeah. I'm not some great male philosopher, but yeah. like, where if I'm mad and I just feel really mad, I almost don't want to speak it into existence. Cause then it's like, okay, well then what? It's like one, I, I think there are two reasons for that. One, the reason is almost always like not never that good. I can confidently say. Yeah. That. So like if yes. we boiled it down and you like I did actual, if I were a real person and really thought, well, okay, what's making person. you mad? You're a real boy. <laughs> what's making you mad? How And like whatever, that would be one thing. And then two, like how do you fix it? And sometimes I'm going to be honest, I'm just mad to be mad. Yeah. It's quarantine and college football's canceled and I'm just mad. And I, it has nothing to do with me really, but I just am just not in a good mood. And instead of saying like you do, like, Hey, I'm just not in a good mood. So if I roll my eyes, if I am annoyed by how you put the cups in the cupboard, like that's why I just want you to know that I will just do the annoyed thing and not do the, the, uh, the, the, well, but I do the think heads that, up. but I do think that the sad thing is, is that emotions are such that they do need like a grounding and they do need something tangible and they do uh-huh. need a scapegoat. And so I uh-huh. do think it becomes toxic to the relationship because it, it doesn't stay at just that. Like you're going to do the, you will do the roll your eyes thing. I will see the roll your eyes thing. And then you will, I think you almost are like, Oh crap, I, I need to attach it to something. So you're going to be like, well, you always are so bossy and it's like, and every, and and you know this, so you can like attest whenever you do that, like, I will be like, 
I'm not going to deny that maybe you feel that way. But given that I do not think that this is an example of that, let's 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 unpack, which I know also really bothers you. But like most of the time I will like calm oh, you I down. Most of the time I will calm you down. And when I'm calming you down, I'm like, if when you're calm, this is still an issue. Let's talk about it. because It's obviously a concern, but there's a good there's a large part of me that knows when you are calmer, this will actually no longer be yeah, a concern. It's... And so I'm not going to even give it validity. I'm not going to entertain it. I'm not even going to present like I'm going to change it because yeah. I don't really know that that's what's going on. But I give you, I mean, but I'll say, I'll give you the room. I'll be like, if when you are calmer, when you're better, when the, when, when the, like the, the glass, the lenses of anger are off, this is still, you can't move past it. Like let's go there. But I don't really know if it makes sense for either of us to waste our time, energy, breath, solving a problem. That's really, not really a problem. That's a hundred percent. Right. And I think that, well, true that I do know that. Yeah, it's one hundred percent true, and I do think for me, almost part of the problem is I want to deny the emotion, which my, is I don't. My first reaction that. is to deny that I'm having the emotion, to deny I'm angry, to deny I'm sad. And I think it is just because you, you can't then attach it to it, right? Yeah, yeah. and you will know because I will. It's not that I don't act it. No, it's not that yeah. I don't roll my eyes. You're it's not that I don't upset. look at the ground like you know, like whatever. Like I'm, I you can tell I my. Pretty much my emotions are on my sleeve. Yeah. To the other person, it may be more clear how I'm feeling than it is to me. Yeah. Right? So the way I talk is different. Everything is different. Yeah, your so, body language, you like right, tense body up, la- I'm like, a big body language. I will be dismissive. Yeah. I will be this. I will be that. And, and I'm a tell. big energy person, yeah. uh, listener. So I will be like, you have negative energy right. flowing at me. <laughs> and she'll know. And I will fight it because I don't want to acknowledge it or I'm not self-aware. Because you're enough. not going to be able to back it right. up. Yeah, right. Because why are you mad? I, I don't know. Or because you did this one little thing that's not a big deal and now it's driving me crazy. Or because... Uh, I mean, I've never processed my anger that I had when I was 10 years old and now I'm angry about it. Like, I mean, like, I mean, again, I think, I think my persona and I think how people see us interact, they think that I would be the one to be more aggressive, but literally listeners, like you'll, you'll be upset and you know, you might, you, you might choose the scapegoat. You'll be like, well, I didn't like how you raised my voice, how you raised your voice to me a second ago. And I'll be like, okay, I'm sorry. And that like takes you aback. It gets you even more into a panic because you're like, well, fuck, like she really already quickly atoned, but I'm still mad. So like I either need to like keep blowing this spot up and name even more things she did from like two weeks ago or like now I'm even more frustrated because like I I can't, I still have the fuel and there's no gasoline. The problem I'm having, and I'll be real honest with our listeners for me, is that I for a long time, could not even say how I was feeling. I couldn't say, I'm annoyed, I'm sad, I'm whatever. Now I'm getting to a point where I can almost say it and acknowledge it out loud. But then at that point, if you're like, okay, like what can we do to fix it? I'm too revved up because I admitted it. So now it's like, okay, I'm going in. I am pissed. I am pissed that happened. So even if you apologize to me right then, even if you're saying, hey, my bad, I didn't mean it, that's not enough for me in that moment because I've revved myself up and now I can't control well, it. Well, part of the argument we were having over the weekend, which is, again, why I'm so mad at him, is like, not only did I apologize, but you were like, well, I don't want to make this a pylon. And I was like, it's only a pylon because you're having to find more things you upset me about. <laughs> and I was like, it's, I, it's not, I'm fine. It's not a pylon. Well, I know I, that I'm not. I think one thing, and I again, I don't want to speak for all men, one thing, one negative attribute I, I do have is... I will 
seed control almost and act like the emotions and I will see are happening. See it controlled. Yeah. See and act like these emotions are happening to me and they aren't a product of the way I act or the way I feel, or I have no control over them. So over the past day, day and a half, what we have been talking about as we work on this and we try to figure this out is how can I understand and change the brave way chemistry so that the habit forms so that when I get the emotion, it's not either to fight the emotion or to overindulge it, that you can acknowledge it, even say it out loud, but not let it control you. How you can, as you, as the thing I heard today is you can, uh, respond, choose to respond instead of just reacting. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not, I'm, you know, obviously this is very new. It's not something I'm good with. It, it, it sucks that I have made mistakes that have hurt this relationship through my inability, uh, to be vulnerable, to admit how I'm feeling, to put aside, uh, these things that were beaten into me in some ways as a, as a young boy, but like, it, it is still happening and it is, you know, 33 years old. And you know, if you're, if you're a 30 year old guy out there and you're feeling something similar, like maybe you'll find hope in this or maybe you won't, I don't know. But like the idea is you, I don't have to let this control me and I can be a better spouse, hopefully and a better person in general, better podcaster at just a more joyful human being. Cause that's well, definitely the, other, the goal. Well, the, well, the whole like, better thing too is something that we always talk about and that's one thing that why why things become tense is like you attach so much like value yeah, i'm a big value judgment person right which i don't really know where that and i've from. i've already done that in this podcast this is good this is bad this i is know better. i yeah. know when I mean, it's just like this is just because i don't i don't i do not because i don't know that how i do things is the right way it's just how i am getting by to interact with the world. Let's talk about some more of your flaws. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, that's fine. I think that's part of the, the I'm fine with that. I think for me, it's not, I shouldn't use the words good or whatever. What is good. What I will say with that value is like, you're secure in it and you can explain it and you could say, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm feeling. Here's why I did what I did. Where like, I struggle with that. Yeah. I, as I said, I just react. So when it comes back, I'm like, well, I don't, there wasn't thought behind that. It wasn't intentional. Right. And I do think that gets me into trouble. It gets you into trouble because you, you want, you want me and you want everyone to like accept it. It's like, I'm not going to accept what you were doing when you were just like, it's almost like you, you were sleepwalking. It's like, I'm not going to accept what you were doing when you were sleepwalking. Like, how am I supposed to like, yeah, move forward on that or, or understand that and. Right. Um, and it's, yeah, I, I think I want to be more intentional. If I'm mad, I want to be able to say what I'm mad about. I don't want to be sheepish about it or I don't want to yeah. later be like, God, I can't believe we did all that over, yeah. over for, over who put the forks away or whatever. Yeah. And I don't even know. I'm sure people, I'm sure people are like, Oh my God, what did they fight about? And I don't even know if we can like articulate it. Uh, it's about a fork in a sense. A fork yeah. came up. A fork came up. I don't even know if we can take it, but essentially, like, I, we were communicating. Uh, I was telling a story. Zach didn't love aspects of the story for things that like have nothing to do with me, mm. his own insecurity. But but I, I mean, I asked a question about the story, and I think she could tell that it was because I wasn't loving the story. The story. Yeah. So I was like, so I said. I don't think that you are enjoying this story, so I'm just not going to finish it because 
I want us to have a good day, enjoy the day. And no one I, tells me and if I, I like a story. And, and I know that if you get upset, you have the capacity to overreact and to let it ruin our entire day. And here we are on a Wednesday, listeners, still arguing. Ah. And I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, um, gosh. Well, I don't want this to be too sad or too... I mean, I don't uh, think it's sad. I just think it's real. But I thought that people might... But I mean, I mean and... Um, what also led to it becoming a bigger thing is not only did all of that happen and Zach overreact and he was able to communicate like that he was angry and stuff, but we read this, um, I was on Pinterest just like, you know, effing around trying to ignore him. And I found this thing that I sent to him and it basically said, um, when someone is upset and they just like, like, like Zach said, react, they just like spew out things. They might be able to like quickly move on, but the other person's like, well, I can't unhear like what was said. And it, it, the analogy they gave was like, when an ax hits a tree, the ax can like keep moving on, but the tree still like remembers cause mm-hmm. it has marks and stuff. And like that, those things sound way more intense than situation, but that is why it kind of dragged on is because I felt like, Hey, I, I went out of my way to not only communicate how I feel, how I felt my actions were bothering you, but I also tried to communicate empathy for uh, not wanting to frustrate you. And so for that to be, um, coming back at me in a negative way. Mm-hmm. I just was like, life's too short. I, I'm, I'm not the best version of myself right now because of quarantine. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need this energy and, mm-hmm. and how that kind of thing can span for several days is that when I then also communicate those things and then Zach chooses to double down because at this point, and I think this, I think this is a little bit of a male thing, but I will also just speak for you. That point it becomes for you like, well, now I can't be wrong. Now, if I'm the person who's going to like throw in the towel and say this isn't worth it, that makes me wrong, and that that I, I, I can't even explain what's going on because it doesn't make sense. Anything that, but it, but it, but but every time we try to approach each other again. I was always approaching it with a, I'm open for this to be different. And he was always approaching it with a, I had a point and I don't get why you don't see the point. And that just is what kept causing tension and causing it to drag out. I think that certainly that is the case. Right. But, uh, um, yeah, I think there is a, a male thing there and I'll just say it for me. Like I do feel like I have, I mean, I see it differently. This is born out of strong personalities and I do feel like I have a strong desire to be right. Mm -hmm. And that is maybe good sometimes, but it's often not good. And it's again, not, not judgment, but it's, it's something that does inform a lot about how I act. I want to know when it's good. (laughs) Um, you know, I don't know. Okay. But that's Um, fine. Keep going. Yeah, and I shouldn't put the value judgment on it, but that is something that does drive how I act often. Exactly, yeah. And it is something where I have found myself, even small things with people who might not even mind, but I'll read a text message or a, a conversation I'm having with someone where I feel like I am too adamant in being right or too 
overly aggressive and stating my point because well, I want to be right. Well, I and, remember, oh, sorry, finish. And well, I just think there was certainly part of me in like the aftershocks of what had happened uh-huh. where I was not just like, Hey, introspective enough and, and open enough to the fact that I was a part of this and I acted inappropriately in ways too. And I hurt our relationship. And I think that, you know, I read somewhere that like the reason relationships end is because people get tired of like admitting fault and they just like stick their foot in the ground and they just are like, okay, this is who I am and I can't keep apologizing to someone. And that is not where I want to be. And I don't, not even in this relationship, but in general as a person, I want to be someone who can be empathetic and can care about other people. And it does show, you know, you have a lot of work left to go to do that. Um, Also, I'll say this about Kristen and not in a, a bad way, but like, it is not to the point where you say, Hey, I'm sorry. Like, because she wants things to be better because she wants things to be calmer and more loving. Uh, she wants to know, she wants to be informed. What are you doing? What are you realizing about yourself? What did this make? I don't, I'm not even following what you mean by what you're saying. I, I think that it's not a situation where I just go to you and apologize. And I say, Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. And everything's good. Right when something like this happens. Well, at least when it got to, to at least when it gets to a point that it, this has gotten to. Well, one, I do not think that you said sorry for a long time. First right. Of, I, I you agree. didn't say sorry. For for, long. So the longer it takes you to say sorry, right. the longer the less it's like, it means, right. Well, no, not the less it means, but for me, the longer you take to say sorry, the more I need more because it's like, what, what changed? What changed? I mean, like you said, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're digging your foot in the sand so strongly. I can't imagine that point went away. And for me, if that point did go away, I need to know, well, what, well, what the hell happened? Well, cause this is, cause obviously this was so fucking right. important to you. So for me, the longer he takes to apologize, the more I'm like, well, this, I'm sure there's a good ass fucking why? reason why you needed to dig your, your, like, I think sand, like, what is it? Your flag in the sand? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I, yeah. Plant your flag in the ground or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that like is one is one reason I, w- I will say. Life, and yeah. like you want, I think you sometimes want to understand me more than I want to understand myself. Oh, well, well, well. Like, again, right, yeah. if it again, if it goes on right. so long, it's like why is this happening? Whatever. And sometimes I'm like, I was just being a dick, right? But it took you too don't long. even you don't even say that. Well, though. right. Just be like, no, I'm just I'm just sorry. Well, I'm just sorry. It's here's like, the thing. Okay, By that point, it's maybe taken too long or whatever. But it's also not. How do you not be a dick again? And I, I will say I have a tendency to just be like, oh, I was just being a dick in that moment. If I just try harder, I won't be a dick. But I'm not actually making a plan to be happier or to be more gracious or whatever. I'm just well, saying, that was, well, I'm that- just saying like, oh, okay. If, if I just Michael Jordan my way and get up at five in the morning and work out, you know, harder than everyone else, I'll do it. And it's like, you have to, you have to have a plan of attack. There have to be I don't know do. what that analogy means because you would not very even Michael Jordan. I understand, but in my brain, I'm saying, well, if I just work harder, well, there becomes this other work, well, right? Well, but that's yeah, a whole well, other thing. exactly. Well, now we're getting into something on another podcast, which we're right. going to is Zach has an inappropriate view of himself versus like my view of myself. He's making a bad face right now, <laughs> but I do. But I mean, I mean, is this it is the Smash Sack podcast? No, I'm kidding. It's uh, not Smash Sack, but it's but uh, but at the same time, like, isn't that Again, going back to how we started, I'm able to be like, I am mad because I am aware of myself. You were not able because you were not aware of yourself. Right. So like, so that whole Michael Jordan I think, thing, 
But what? There are certainly moments. Yeah, I think that there are certainly moments where in my head, I think, well, I'll be the hardest worker and I'll get up at six in the morning every day, do this, do that. And I'm not that person. I, I'm and I wouldn't like, even say it's not that right. you're the hardest worker, but you're just like, why would you just, you just, there's a lane for everyone and you want to be the hardest worker by someone else's lane. Right. Like you will be like, I'm the hardest worker. I'm going to get up at 6am every day and write. And it's like, no, you're not. So why don't you just not do that? But if you need to tell me, Kristen, I'm, I'm working until six or seven at night because I slept in. It's like, that's fine. But like you want sometimes I think to fit. And I think that's also what causes tension with us is because I have attributes that are more what society says are the things to strive for. I like being a morning person. I like working hard. I like my job. Like, I have, I have right, a lot yeah. of those things that people are like, that's what it is. But like, I mean, we've talked about this time and time again, a lot of the issues and tension that Zach and I have sometimes it's like, I don't have an issue with you. The only person who has an issue with you is you. Like, well, the only do, person who has an issue with Zach is Zach. I do think that there's definitely a, you know, and again, this is something else, but a, a maybe, but a self-awareness and or a, you know, a overly critical side to myself that, that I apply that like definitely. And I always ask you, I'm like, by whose lens? Like right. you will say stuff yeah. like, oh, yeah. I want to be better at this. I want to be good at that. And I'll be like, who defined that for right. you? And that, I mean, and honestly, that, relates yeah. to the white privilege thing right. we were talking about because yeah. it's like when you're always like again being told this is what you need to be doing but when people are already because you're a woman or because you're black or because you're gay when they're already setting such a little bar on what you can be you get to define it for yourself right so like yeah like you, you're always striving to do this thing but it's like who are you trying to do that for yeah i think that's a good point and it, it causes tension in the relationship thing. right and it's 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 something for me where it's like uh, yeah, back to my thing now. No, um, it's something for me. You have been talking so much on this podcast. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's we some- are still in a fight. <laughs> it's something for me where I think you make a good point because it's like, well, if you slept in and you want to do this thing, what are you doing at four o'clock? What are you doing at five o'clock? What are you doing at six o'clock? Like you could still do it. There's plenty of daylight left. Like yeah. instead of trying to be you basically all right. the time. So that's a good point. Anyway. Well, the other thing I was going to say, and now I'm backtracking. The other thing I was going to say is, you know, you said like the relationship thing said that there's, it's bad when people, uh, they don't admit fault. And for me, it's not great when I'm, I just stop caring. So like, again, when, when Zach and I are getting these arguments more and more, because I, I know you more. So the more and more you're getting upset and I'm like, I can tell this isn't about me. I can tell this is nothing I can change. I can tell this is something that's going on with you. Then the more I'm like, okay, cool. Well, whenever you calm down, like whenever you're done and I'm just like so less engaged and like, I don't want to be like that. But for me, it's like, and and also the more I am able to say, I'm sorry. The more I am able to say I'm wrong. Cause it's like, I'm so like, it's so not me more often than not. And I get listeners how that sounds, but just like, it's, it sounds like I'm always right. And it's not that I'm always right, but it's just the more I know you, the more I try and handle you in such a way that's appropriate for you, interact with you in such a way that's appropriate for you, that it makes it such that, okay, well, given that I did 10 things today that are not how I would choose to do it, but it's for you. If the 11th thing, was selfish, was 
aggressive, was too mean. If it was all those things, like, fine. Like, yeah, I'll apologize for that because because I know I know better. I've shown I'm able to do better. So it's easy for me to, like, say no. Um, sorry, sorry, it's easy for me to apologize. And so it's not that I dig my heels in the sand, whatever. We can't figure out that phrase, but... Yeah, I think if ever, I think if I become more and more just disengaged, like, whatever, like, that's not good. Because I'm such a passionate person about everything that I care about that the more I'm like, whatever, man. <laughs> like, that's when there should be, like, concern. Right. And I think that, you know, you certainly have shown, I think, a, a greater capacity for change than I have. Um I think, again, that gets to the problem when I'm angry or when I'm this, when I'm that. It is just about me. Uh, sometimes it's about me looking for a pound of flesh, which which like, I think when you're like, I'm sorry, I'm this, I'm that. It's like, OK, that should end it. And it, it sometimes doesn't. Well, yeah. I also think that um, I kind of lost my train of thought because I, I got distracted by the concept of pound of flesh. But, um, yeah, I, got, I, I lost my train of thought. It was just about. Is there anything do you? Is there anything you want the listeners to know, in general, about our relationship? About our relationship, I don't know. I don't want anything. I don't want anything necessarily to say about our relationship. But I just, um, just as we were talking, as we're doing this, well, one, like I said, this was to keep going so that we always have the podcast out. But also, I don't know. I just think it's real. It's just we're just living in an age where like everyone's just showing their highlight reel and how great it is. And it's like, we are literally just like only with each other all the time. And that is annoying sometimes. And like, I don't think either of us were meant in our good, like surviving only off each other. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, we were talking about this. I know, I know what my train of thought was going to be. And um, another reason why I, overshare and why I apologize and why I'm doing my best is because it's like, well, I've never been married either. You know, Zach always says these things like I've never been in a relationship. And I remember one time us having this argument while we were dating where it's like, where I was like, you can't use that excuse anymore because like, okay, you never had a this and that, but now we're getting to a point where I've never done it either. I've also never been with someone to the point where I thought we'd be together like, seriously forever. I mean, obviously you have some loves like we'll be together forever, but I mean, seriously, it's like, I've obviously never been engaged and I obviously have never been married. So it's like, you can't even lean on that as much more because I'm just figuring it out either. And there's probably people who are listening to how we're talking, who are going to be like, that's stupid and ridiculous how they're doing things. But like, we're just doing our best and we're both trying to figure it out. And I think Maybe that it is stupid. And I think that other right. people should just hear that. Like, no, it's not all great. It's not all roses. And I, and just cause we're married, doesn't mean that I like want to be around this person all the fucking time. Like sometimes it's hard and sometimes it's a lot, but I do think that at the end of the day, what made us both want to marry each other is that it's like, but I do want to be doing it with you. Right. I think that, yeah, very well said. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm I, still mad at you. <laughs> I think everyone's again, aware and I'm not saying that in a mean way, but, um, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that for me, a hard thing about being with Kristen is not a hard thing, but one thing I've had to get used to, I always thought of myself as an independent person, as a not necessarily emotional or overly sentimental person, as a, 
as a tough person or whatever. And I am, I don't think in, in maybe I'm not those things, but definitely not compared to her. Am I? And I think that she makes a good point. Like, we talked about this earlier. I don't know who that podcast couple who got divorced is. I was talking like about the Rachel, the relation, Rachel Hollis. Got yeah, they had a relationship podcast. podcast and got divorced, yeah. and we were talking to some friends and they're like, I don't mind that they got divorced. Shit happens or whatever. But they're like, they didn't talk about their problems in their podcast. They just made it seem like everything was always hunky-dory. And... And they had and a so rel- you guys will know when right. our divorce is going. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm don't, totally joking. Don't even joke about that. I, I'm, I'm My joking. mom listens to this. Uh, I know. I'm joking. Um, but the idea that like they weren't vulnerable, one, but like two, also, I think sometimes the public persona people put out about marriage or relationships. He's my best friend. She's my everything. Oh yeah. Like they're everything I could want. I, w- I was incomplete without yeah. them. No, it's like, it's maybe like, that's true to a point. Yeah. But like, but it's, it's like, not, it's, yeah, it's like, we're like, I don't, I'm not gonna speak for you, but I'm a voice to say I was complete before you. I was happy before you and you improved my life. And that's why I picked you, but I was not broken. I was not half and became a whole. And like, I'm my own best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and I do think that you're my best friend. And I was always someone who's like, oh, I'll never say that. But like, I think just the logistics. I of do it, think I'm your best friend. And I do think the logistics of it is a big reason why. And I also like, I'm close to you, obviously. I'm married to you. But uh, <laughs> we'll see for how long. Just kidding, mom. Uh, well, now that's an unnecessary. You can't make the joke twice. That's I know, really, right? That's, I'm really that's digging really now, rude digging now. in at it. Uh, but I think that, you know, everyone wants to present this thing or you go to a wedding and you, you know, we're wrapping well, Yeah. We're yeah. Whatever. Any, we're any, anyway, anyway, we're wrapping anyway, anyway. The, like the anyway, real so world is it. sometimes harder. So that than was, that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it. So that's just, that was just it. Um, so yeah. So listeners, uh, I don't know, share your thoughts, write and review, send us comments on what it yeah. is, but we're definitely, uh, we're obviously going to go back to regular content, but it's hard in these streets right yeah. now. And so we're just quarantine is not easy on anyone, including us, but rate review, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, Chat, send us an email if you have a problem. We'll discuss your marital problems. Yeah, we'll discuss. Yeah, we'll get. We'll you give want. you. We'll give you some thoughts. Um, but uh, I can give you some exa- uh, some tips on how to be emotionally shut off, and Krista could give you some tips on how to be emotionally open. So uh, be kind. Remember yeah. that everyone is out here doing their Everyone's best. Doing we're doing. Their we're, best. Doing, we're doing. We're doing our best, and we're hopefully, doing our best. hopefully, I don't know. Maybe you found it interesting. Maybe this will be a very low rated podcast. I don't know. Anyway, but, we'll be back in two weeks with something more joyful. So. Can't you can wait. let you can let us know what you um want to hear. Yeah. And we will uh we will see you then. Start to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, oh, see us on Facebook. I see it differently wow. at Twitter, the Sackard is 76. I see it differently pod Instagram at, I see it differently at gmail.com. Uh rate review, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Oh my God. The whole deal. Stop talking. Yep. Stop talking. Bye. <laughs>